Hello and welcome to the Embodied and Empowered Podcast. Here we dive in and peel back what it is that's disconnected us from truly finding joy in our lives and breaking our codependency on perfection and overachievement so we can finally fully feel empowered and truly experience authentic success. I am your host, Melanie Tingey. Hello and welcome back to Embodied and Empowered. I'm so glad you are here. Today's conversation is very much going to be a little bit more ad hoc flow. There's been a very poignant piece or item on my mind for the past few weeks and I want to talk about it today. And I've seen a few things going around lately around this And I'm throwing my opinion in there, my experience, my perspective on it, and that is discipline. As I have been on this journey, this experience over the past year or so, really in a shift and transformation, um, realigning myself with my nine-to-five job and recommitting to that in a different manner, excuse me, than I have in the past, while also committing to myself, showing up for myself at home with my family, with this podcast, with my dreams. One of the things that I have been very good at and also very bad at at the same time because it's a double-edged sword through most of my life is discipline. I've been able to show up in a lot of areas and be incredibly disciplined No one needs to motivate me or tell me what to do. I just do it. And in other areas, not so much. I tend to make excuses, not show up, rather just not. And this has been really significantly taking up a big portion of my thoughts over the past few weeks as I'm in a shifting point and a growing point that is beautiful and amazing and also requiring me to show up in a different way than I have in the past. And I want to break this down. I want to have this conversation with you, this open dialogue, honestly, about discipline and share with you that some of the things that have come to light and helped me understand and have a better relationship with discipline. And I recently with a number of different people on social media have been seeing, well, this has been happening for the past couple of years, this, excuse me, I've got a frog in my throat, this draw, this invitation happening really in society, in business, in, in, in interactions, asking women to step back into their femininity. Now, I'm not here saying that only women are feminine and only men are masculine. All of us have both. I am somebody who has been very comfortable living in a very and working in a very masculine energy, very structured, show up, do the thing. I'm always super goal-oriented. My desires, my goals, I put aside because the greater good is what matters. And over the past year, two years, I've been in this shift, being pulled, invited, and desiring to be more in a soft, feminine play creation mode. 
And there's a lot of this happening right now because we're, life is a pendulum. We're going to, we're going to sway and move from one extreme to the other in hopes that as we swing back, it's not as far to the, the extreme. And then we swing again, it's not as far until we get more into a balance. There will always be movement. It's never stationary. It's never stagnant. It's always moving. So we're always going to be bouncing from one side to the other, hoping and aiming to get to that like perfect balance. But I will tell you right now, perfect balance you experience in moments. It is not something that exists forever because we change from day to day. So we see these extremes where we've been pulled really into the masculine, everyone, men and women, very structured, goal-oriented. If if you've been in the personal development space for a long time or even not a very long time, that's the key. It's if you don't have a goal, what are you doing? If you're not growing, you're dying. Like there, I could throw out and pull up a lot of different phrases that have been used, that I've heard, that I've said around growth and goals and structure, and it's beautiful, and it is needed, and it is also very masculine. And there's this shift happening to pull back into the feminine, and the feminine really is about flow and feeling and desire and creation, and it can be a little flighty. It's it's. when you're fully in feminine, and this is something that I'm learning myself, when I'm fully in my feminine, it is completely driven by just what I want in the moment. And the structure is thrown out the window. It doesn't matter because it's only what I want, only what I desire, nothing else is important. And there's moments for that. There's power in that because if we can align our structure with our passion, our structure with our creation, our structure with our dreams, we are unstoppable. And this is the power of being human is we get to tap into both. And when we can't use and dance between the two and have a balance of our femininity and our masculinity, amazing things happen. And so when it comes to discipline, it's a very masculine energy. It's structure and repetition. And for me, I've had a lot of, I would even say not negative, but hard relationship with it. And what I've learned, I'm going to start with the lesson and then I want to backtrack and kind of outline this a little bit. The lesson that I've learned over the past couple of weeks, and I've really been internalizing and integrating into how I show up every day, is that discipline actually doesn't look the same every day, nor should it. And I've had this belief And this is my realization. I've had this belief and I've been shooting on myself and criticizing myself and berating myself because crap, I suck at discipline. No, actually, I don't. I'm actually really good at discipline and I would venture to bet that you are too. So discipline isn't about how you show up as much because what I'm going to be talking about here, what I'm sharing with you is the blend of the masculine with the feminine for the most powerful momentum I think any of us can ever experience with true purpose behind it. Discipline for the sake of structure misses the point. Desire and creation, creativity just for the creativity is beautiful but misses the structure and no momentum happens. So we're going to marry the two. This is the lesson. It doesn't look the same. It shouldn't look the same. It won't look the same because I'm not the same person I was yesterday. 
nor tomorrow will I be the same person I am today. Because in this life, it's literally designed and, and we're here to grow, develop, and, and increase our understanding, awareness, knowledge, and every day we live. There's new experiences. We deepen beliefs. We start shifting beliefs. We experiment with how we show up in the tiniest of ways. And especially as we begin to really hone in and embrace this spiritual and personal development world, the awareness that happens there, if we take that time every day for self-reflection, journaling, and meditation, we're identifying every day or most days little tiny shifts we can make, more awareness. And so all of that leads us to being a different person tomorrow and the next day, and the next day. So how I show up for something today can look very similar and might look exactly the same. It might feel the same. I would venture to propose that it's not usually that way. Life happens. I feel differently as women. Every week we're, we're different. Hormones are shifting. And all of these different features and experiences change us. And so my what I'm offering here for you is an, an, an invitation and permission to let go of the perfectionist approach to discipline, that it has to look the same way. I have to show up at the same time. I have to do it the same way. And everything else gets to be put on hold. I have, I'm going to be emotionless with regard to everything else in my life. That is not how we want to live. That's not how I want to live, at least. If that's for you, by all means, keep going. Not for me. Not for me. So these are the things that I thought. It had to look the same same each day. It was a rigid structure. And it, here's the funny thing. I was like, it's going to feel so good to show up the same way, same time every day. It actually doesn't. Sometimes it does. On occasion, it does. But it actually doesn't always. Sometimes showing up with discipline is acknowledging that I don't have a great attitude today. Things are pretty crappy. And I'm going to give what I can. And so I don't give the same energy. I don't give the same effort. I don't complete all the same things or the same amount of time. But the point is I show up. That's discipline, right? And that belief that discipline doesn't care about what's going on in your life. You just need to show up and do the thing. Also not true. There are times and places for that, yes. But it's, it's the all or nothing approach to that. It doesn't care. So when things are going really hard and they're really crappy and it's you need a break, It's not realistic to say, well, I'm just going to put this aside right now and just go all in and feel amazing about what I'm doing X, Y, Z and go do it. Because when we resist how we're feeling, when we resist what's going on in the day to day and think we can just compartmentalize it fully, we actually don't and can't give what we need to in the structure and discipline of our goals and dreams and all of the things. And the other belief for me that I had and carried is that it required me to sacrifice fulfillment in life in order to accomplish the tasks within the scope. My job, 
school for so many years. I, I grew up in a very achievement-oriented household. Grades, how we showed up for school was key and it was integral and it was important. All of my siblings, both my parents, we all went to college. Some of them got master's degrees. I don't have a master's degree. We all went to college. We all got our degrees. And we're all very high achievers. And I redirected that. I've been out of college for nearly 15 years now. And when I got out of college, I went into the career force, right? In the job force. And all of that discipline went into work. And so it's how am I showing up for my job? What I didn't get to learn very well, or at least have fully integrated, was how to show up for me, for my family, for self and fulfillment and purpose. And so that has been the journey over the past few years for me and for a lot of people that I know is balancing, truly balancing the discipline of work with the discipline of family, with the discipline of personal growth, and where the grace needs to have a place with discipline is the flexibility and the permission to let it be different every day. There will be key things that do need to happen. When we're in a period of growth, you own a business, there are certain things that have to happen, and we do have to be able to step aside from the emotions and focus in. It doesn't mean we compartmentalize, but it does mean I'll come back to this later. And then you come back to it later. It's when you don't come back to the emotions and the things that are going down in life and handle them and work through them and process them that it actually begins to infringe on your discipline. There's this thing called decision fatigue. It's real. And I have learned through personal experience that if I don't give myself the space and time and permission to process, I am able to actually make fewer and fewer decisions each day because I'm taking up space for my decision capacity with things that need to be processed. And so let it look different. Let it be messy. Let it feel different. That's my invitation for you today. Commitment. There's three definitions. So we've got self-discipline. I've looked these up. I want to share these. The, the ability to control yourself and to make yourself work hard or behave in a particular way without needing anyone else to tell you what to do. And here's the thing. Work hard doesn't mean work tirelessly. Work until you're fatigued. It just means show up and do the damn thing. It just means show up. Consistency with regard to self, always behaving the same way, having the same attitudes toward peoples or things, achieving the same level of success in something. And this is a definition I challenge because it requires expectation that is the same every day. And it's not. Consistency is just show up. Show up, put in the effort, the energy that you have for that day, for that period of time, and let it be enough. It's when we criticize ourselves and hold ourselves to this unrealistic high standard that keeps us feeling tiny and small so progress is not made. Progress is made because we give ourselves grace to show up and let it look and feel a little bit different every single day. And the last one is commitment, an agreement or promise to do something in the future and to do something in the moment. 
Because the thing with commitment is I'm promising to do something in the future, but it doesn't happen automatically. I've got to keep it in the forefront of my mind or set reminders so that it does happen. And again, sometimes it's going to happen exactly as I plan it or see it in my head. And sometimes it's going to happen a lot more messy. And I might need to ask for help in order to fulfill the commitments. And that's the last piece that I want to really emphasize here when it comes to discipline is in the world of personal development in society, there's this expectation, unspoken or spoken, honestly, that discipline requires you do it alone. And that's not true. Because the times in my life when I have the most discipline, not only in my nine to five, but in my personal life with my family, building my own dreams and and achieving my own goals, I have community. People I interact with and talk with on a regular basis that bring inspiration, that motivate me, that support me, and remind me that it's okay to let it be different. It's okay to let it be messy. They actually encourage me to do it messy. So with this podcast, one of the things that I am doing is not editing. I'm not really following scripts anymore. The first few episodes I did. I had guides. I am a total perfectionist and I would spend a lot of time editing, taking out the long pauses, making sure it had a good flow to it. And it sounds awesome. And for me, it's also not sustainable. And so as I am learning to live with the messy and the incomplete in some instances as a perfectionist, I'm finding I have a lot more capacity for fun. Because being a perfectionist takes up a lot of time. So not letting the perfectionist interfere with my discipline and my commitment and my consistency actually helps me be disciplined, committed, and consistent. So if you are like me and you are a perfectionist, my last invitation for you is to practice being imperfect. Do things on purpose that highlight your imperfections. And it feels so uncomfortable at first. And in some instances, it might always feel uncomfortable. But man, does it create a lot more space and capacity for things that truly, truly matter. I appreciate you being here and listening. And if this has this episode has been helpful to you in any way, my request is please share it. Rate it, review it. That helps this podcast get out into the hands and ears of more people. Screenshot it. Please post it to social media. Tag me. I'm on Instagram, Mel underscore Tingy. I would love to have a conversation with you. I want to hear your takeaways and how valuable the podcast is for you. How is it helping you and impacting you? Please share this and get it out there. Every share, every review, every rating truly, truly helps. And come hang out with me on the gram. Until next time, we'll talk to you later.